Oldex. Adeptus Mechanicus, Ref, Xenos Weaponry. Written by Phil Kelly. Narrated by R.J. Bailey. Theory. In regards to the postulations put forward by Magos Barus concerning the operation of the armament carried by the Necrons, known as Gauss weapons, the following report examines the heretical impossibility of such weapons' operation. At their most basic level, Gauss guns can be described as asynchronous linear induction motors. When fired, they appear to produce a focused bipolar magnetic field, and anything the weapon is targeted at, such as a human body, will be pulled at the subatomic level towards the gun. The weapons appear to pulse with intense currents, which form the magnetic fields that strip the target's constituent atoms towards the weapon. It is postulated that the weapon aspect is just one of the many possible uses for such technology, and that many more might be possible. Design The design of a Gauss weapon, with all its parameters kept dynamic to achieve maximum efficiency, is a mathematical impossibility, as proved by Magos Barros during the Calculometry Schism. The greatest problem encountered in Gauss weapon design is devising a means to safely generate and release the power of the discharge, which runs in the multi-megawatt range. Because the power required is extremely high, even microscopic imperfections in design will generate massive energy losses. If a mechanical trigger is used to deliver the pulse, the moment the firing mechanisms come into contact, microscopic irregularities in the material will dissipate so much energy as to be completely vaporized. When the trigger closes, these vaporized surfaces and the molten metal beneath them weld together, and the trigger is thus ruined. How the weapons employed by the Necrons overcome this problem is unknown. Assuming firing difficulties can be overcome, the final effect will be to produce a beam capable of stripping a target down to its constituent atoms extremely rapidly. Since high-energy power supplies are extremely dangerous and difficult to maintain, it follows that one would want to maximize efficiency in order to obtain the best possible results with the least possible energy. This also preserves the components of the weapon, since most energy losses are typically dissipated as damaging heat or destructive backcurrents, such as encountered by plasma weapons. Effects Extensive study of Gauss weapons and their effects on both organic and inanimate matter has, thus far, been hampered by the lack of a working device to examine. Investigations into the remains of soldiers and their equipment 
reveals a fascinating level of interaction between the Gauss field and the target's atomic structure. It appears that the field generated by Gauss weaponry is capable of breaking the bonds of the target material at the subatomic level and energizing them with an opposing magnetic charge to that generated by the weapon itself. This accounts for the flaying effect noted in many after-action reports from commanders in the field. As each layer is exposed, be it flesh, musculature, or armor plas, it is broken down by the weapon's beam and carried towards the gun. Obviously, this results in catastrophic failure of the components involved and their dissipation into vaporous form. Subject 19 remained operative for three hours following injuries inflicted by a Gauss weapon, though the limbs concerned, with preliminary locomotion, were stripped to the bone, and 90% of the dermal layer was absent. These effects were observed after exposure to a weapon carried by a basic Necron trooper. The effects of larger Necron weapons can be seen in the below section of Pict Capture taken from the battlefield on Verdus Prime. In the image, we see a blast from a Necron skimmer penetrating not one, but two armored faces of a Land Raider vehicle. I need not remind my learned readers that the probability of a weapon impact defeating the armor of such a vehicle is remote. But to pass completely through a land raider with no visible deflection to its trajectory would require an energy source so powerful that it is unlikely we could replicate it on any weapon system save that employed by a titan or starship. That such weaponry may be mounted on what is essentially a light skimmer fills me with dread and wonder in equal measure. If our order could somehow manage to acquire such a machine, the possibilities might be endless. You have been listening. <coughs> you have been listening to Adeptus Mechanicus, Ref Xenos Weaponry. Written by Phil Kelly. Narrated by R.J. Bailey. Thank you to Phil Kelly for writing this fiction that I grew up with. Thank you to Graham McNeil for helping attribute the right authors to their individual stories. This production, like all of Oldex, is entirely unofficial and uncommercial, from an out-of-print publication, is a derivative work with all copyrights owned by Games Workshop, and is a celebration of the hobby and lore I grew up with. If you have suggestions for other old Codex fiction for me to narrate on this channel, you can comment or contact me on Twitter at RJ Bailey. Links are in the show description. You can follow Phil Kelly on Twitter at Phil Kelly Words. You can follow Graham McNeil on Twitter at Graham McNeil. And you can find his website at GrahamMcNeil.com. 